Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Okay, how are we doing? How is work, life, school? All right. So um, I, I say this very often and I'll say it again, okay? Um, the goal of teaching is not to stimulate your, your intellectual appetites. The goal of teaching is that you know you are in Christ and then you begin to live it out. All right? So it's, it's not that, you know, I've heard it once. No. <laughs> we will teach it, okay? We will teach it, teach it again and again and again and again. You know, Peter told in the first Peter, he said, I will not fail to bring to your remembrance these things, even though you already know them and you're establishing this truth. Look at this. So he says, even though you people know these things and you're established in them, Peter says, I will keep preaching the same things to you. I will make sure that I do everything to bring it to your remembrance. You know why? Knowledge sleeps. Yes, knowledge sleeps. <laughs> knowledge can slip off your hands. So, what you know, you don't always know. Mm. What you know, you don't always know. It's why Paul will say, if you continue in, in your faith, meaning that what you know, you don't always know. What you believe, you don't always believe. It says, if you own up to this gospel, meaning that you can own up to the gospel or it can slip from your hands. So, what you know, you don't always know. So, Peter says, I will keep reminding you so that knowledge, so that what you have laid off, laid hold of will not slip from your hands. So, when I say some things, don't say in your mind, Pastor, again, that is the idea. The gain of teaching is the, is, is, is the, is the mastery of teaching. The gain, okay, that again is that you know you are under a master teacher. That again you said, that you know you are under a master teacher that knows what teaching is. Okay, a pastor, his goal is to repeat the same truths of scripture to you over and over and over again. So there is no pastor go deeper. It's not deeper. <laughs> but what you know, we will teach it again. Hmm? Because the word of God is deep enough. The word is deep enough. So, so there is no need to talk about, about the seven levels because it's nonsense talk, okay? The portals, the realms, or is nonsense talk. Okay, Pastor, it's deep. No, it's not deep. God's word as it is, is deep enough. The epistles are deep enough. So we we'll keep showing you those things in the epistles. Alright? We will not do seven realms. How to see angels. How to minister to the spirits. You know? <laughs> what we will show you is what is the scripture. Anything beyond the scripture is too deep for the believer. Anything beyond scripture is too deep for the believer. Okay? How to go and bathe in, in, in the river and, you know, and have breakthrough is not in scripture. It is too deep for you, demonic. Alright? So, we will stay on the same truth because your victory is not in some new deep knowledge. Uh, your victory is in the truth of scripture plainly written in the epistles. Your victory in life is in the knowledge of the plain truth of scripture. Your victory in life is the knowledge of the plain truth of scripture. That if those plain truths can go down deep into your soul, you live in victory. So I'm saying this because, you know, over and over again, we are, we are faced with this question. 
Pastor, I don't feel the Spirit. I don't feel like God is still there. Okay? You now wonder, but we teach every time that God is in you by the Spirit of God. And I never leave to forsake you, meaning that He's always there with you. So meaning that whether I feel Him or not, He's there. Okay? But it's, 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 the nature of, it's the nature of humans and the nature of spiritual children, okay, babies. And you must say, before, when you, talk, when you look at your children, okay, when you look at toddlers, at preschoolers, you know, infants, before they get something, you must say it again and again and again and again. Hmm? That's true for children, even true for adults. So if I ask you now what you learned, if I ask you now, if I ask you if I, if I bring your SS3 textbook to you, in my phone book. If I if I if, I, if, I, if I bring you some, some, some calculus now, you might make a huge mess of calculus. Because even though you learnt it, you did not lay, you did not hold it. You did not you did not keep a firm grasp of it. So what you've learned, you not always what you've learned, you don't always know. What you knew, you will not always know. So that's why spiritual growth is not a is not I've grown forever thinking. No, no. What you have grown into, you will lay hold of. You have to hold on to it, because people can also people can also grow in reverse. People can grow in people can reverse reverse grow or a little better out for it now. So people can grow, grow rightly, and then reverse back where they were before. They can backslide. So we must lay hold of the same truths, the same truths. So if you are born again, the Holy Ghost is in you. It is not a feeling thing. It is a reality thing. Emphasis. It's not about how you feel. He is there. So I just ask yourself simple questions. Am I born again? Yes. Does the believer have the spirit? Yes. Am I the believer in Christ? Yes. If these three things are correct, the Holy Ghost is alive and well in you. So if you now want to, in quote, feel him, okay, there are now things you will do, okay, to make you feel him, okay. Whether you feel him or not, is a life and well in you. So, if you now want to, in quote, feel him, if you need to, if you, if you need it that badly, you now take some steps. First, the first step is knowing that the Holy Ghost is in you. Ephesians 1 7 and it says, He is your deposit, He is your seal, your guarantor, your, your guarantee. Okay? Is, you know, so that every believer has this guarantee. Of our redemption, you know, this seal of this seal of our being saved, the Holy Ghost in us. So you start from there. Don't begin with I don't have him. I want to have him. That's nonsense talk. I have him. Okay, I want to, I want to, I want to be to be, be to be aware of his presence. Start with I have him. So remind yourself, I have the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because I am born again, the Holy Ghost is within is, is in me. Hallelujah. I'm one with the Holy Ghost. It will never leave me nor forsake me. Even though I, I might not feel him yet. Ha! Ah, the Holy Ghost is not a feeling. He is a person. Whoosh, glory, glory. It's not a feeling. He is a person. And because he's a person, if he says he's here, and because he does not lie, he's here. So I believe he's here. Alright? Yes, he's here with me. He's always with me. He will never leave me. Nor forsake me, hallelujah. So I'll be I'll be telling myself the truth of God's word. Okay, I'll preach the truth of God's word to myself. Step one, I must believe the word. Alright, then what I believe, I must affirm. What I believe, I must affirm. Alright, I must, you know, this, this faith life works by 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 knowing and by speaking. So what I believe, what I believe, no believe my I must affirm with my mouth. I am the Holy Ghost I want. He lives in me. 
I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm a carrier of divine life. Oh, now, the more I, I say it, now, it's as though I am drinking wine from a bottle. Hmm? So, the more shots I take, again, I don't drink or for movies. For movies and for people's, people's um, experiences. I don't have experience, okay? In case you are wondering. The only, the only spirit I drink is Holy Spirit. The only spirit I ever drank is Holy Spirit. In TGC, we don't drink alcohol. We only drink spirits. In this church, we have, an, we have, we have no alcohol policy. The only alcohol, alcohol we drink is the Holy Ghost. And in that regard, we are drunkards. Okay? In, 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 in regard of drinking the Holy Spirit, we are multi. Okay? We are drunkards of the Spirit now. So, it's like drinking from, from a bottle. The more I drink, mm, the more I, I, get, I get high. Hallelujah. So, I just keep drinking. How do I drink? I reaffirm who I am in Christ. I reaffirm that the Holy Ghost is within me. I reaffirm His works in my life. Now, people wonder why when we sing songs, you know, when we sing those songs, we get I in the Spirit. Now, in the same as, 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 as also speaking those songs, that's the same effect. Okay? The effect of singing and speaking is the same. I can get drunk in the spirit speaking. I can get so singing. That's why it's in Ephesians 5, 15 to 20. It says, speaking speak to another, speaking to one another in Psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs. Speaking and singing to one another. So I can speak it or I can sing it. I can speak it or I can sing it. So if I'm speaking it or I'm singing it, I can get myself you know, drunk with the spirit, filled with the spirit physically by, by singing or by speaking. So the more I do it, the more I, I, I walk in the awareness of his presence. All right? And I want us to go beyond, you know, the healthy believer must go beyond feeling. The healthy believer must go beyond feeling. The healthy believer must lay hold of the truth of scripture. Feeling will, feeling will ruin you. <laughs> if you base your work with God on feelings, if you base your believing the word on your feelings, you are in trouble. If you base your knowing that the Holy Ghost is in you by feelings, you will be, you will be, oh gosh, you will, you will be in trouble. Because feelings are very unreliable. Now, you will not always feel the Holy Ghost, even when you are high. You can be very high in the Holy Ghost and not feel anything. Hmm? Amen. Now, as one that means that in the spirit, okay, I've had moments where if you, if you check my feeling, there's nothing. But I just know. I know spies that work are moving. So I'm saying that we must, again, let's come back to the truth of scripture. Let's come back to the truth of scripture. You have the Holy Ghost. He is alive and well in you. Okay? Base your life on the truth, not on how you feel. So that at every point in your life, you'll be fully aware that God is with you. You will know that you are no orphan. Mm, you are never without help. Hallelujah. You are always a carrier of the divine help of God. You are always a carrier, not just a divine help of God, you are a carrier of the helper. Okay, you are one with divinity. 
So it doesn't matter how I feel, hallelujah, God resides in me, glory to Jesus. Doesn't matter how I feel, divinity resides in me. Doesn't matter what I feel right now, divinity resides in me. The Holy Ghost resides in me. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. So it means that even when I feel down and out, it's a feeling. <laughs> I only feel so. I'm not down and out. Why? I'm a carrier of divinity. You cannot carry God and be down and out. Many people are battling depression because they judge themselves by how they feel. So, they feel the bad feeling, they now go on, they, they, they now continue to affirm it. They affirm it. They say, they, say, they say to themselves, oh, I'm so depressed. I'm so addicted. I'm so this. And faith works by feeling. What you affirm, you are laying hold of. Mm. What you are affirming. So, you know, in the world right now, being a victim is school. Victimhood is school. Your depression, your addiction, your sexuality. Your is your feeling, your and the devil is playing the fast game on people. The devil understands that what you affirm, you hold on to what you affirm, you, you are laying a, a tight grip of <laughs> what you affirm, you are laying a tight grip of. So, when you keep affirming wrong realities, you are laying a tighter grip of wrong realities. Is why when you say you are sad, you get sadder, <laughs> when you say you are down, you, you get down if, if it's possible. All right, so side with scripture. You have to grow. We cannot keep counseling you every day on feelings, on your emotions. Eh? You have to grow. You know, we don't ask me every time, Pastor, I don't feel God. You again, you came last year with the same question, you don't feel God. You came two years ago, you don't feel God. This is your third year, you don't feel, you, don't, you are still coming, but you don't feel God, you don't feel. God is not a feeling, he's a person. The Holy Ghost is not a power, he's a person. It's not a feeling, he's a person. So, you must take him at his word. If he says he's there, don't be asking, are you there? No, if he said he's there, he does not like. So he expects you to now grow. Take him at his word. Take him at his word. God is here with me. Sometimes it's also a personal stress. You know, you're being burnt out. Okay? Not, not having time with scripture that makes you feel God is not there. What should you do? Take a day off if you can. Rest that. Just, if I just go to bed. Hmm? Don't even don't don't oscillate sometimes. Just put off your 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 internet if you can. Play worship songs and just rest and sleep. All right. Sometimes you need to actually distress sometimes because sometimes your feelings and being stressed can go together. Just plug off. But don't ever say that God has left you. You are making you are making God to be a liar. When you say God is not with you, you are telling God is a liar and God does not lie. We have checked and we know it does not like that. You are a liar. You are don't and don't be a liar. That's point one. Point two, Ephesians one. Ephesians one. It's the it's the Ephesians one, no? But I need, to, I need to point out that first, okay? Because verse seven says we that the believer has been sealed with the seal of the Holy Ghost. So we must remind ourselves that the seal is sealed. Okay? The believer has the seal of the spirit. And the seal is not being taken off and on. Okay? If you are saved, you have the Holy Ghost. Full stop. Your feelings don't matter. <laughs> feelings are not valid. You have the Holy Ghost. Truth over feelings. Amen. Truth over moods. Truth over feelings. The mature man lives by faith, not by feelings. The mature man lives by faith, not by feelings. The mature man lives by the truth of scripture, not by what he feels. So the mature man will now wear 
on his or her feelings the truth of God's word. <laughs> the mature man will take, you know, can you imagine dress, dress, dressing a statue? Dressing a, um, what do they call this thing? They, they use in boutique, in boutiques to a mannequin. So imagine dressing a mannequin. So imagine the mannequin is your feeling, your mood. You now take the truth of scripture and wear it on that mood. In fact, you, know, you, tie, it, you tie it a book, what do they call it, a, a jab, so that, <laughs> so that head to toe, all right? Your feeling is being covered by the truth of scripture. How? By speaking. By speaking. It's like yeah, when your 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 um your, what do you call it? Armor, armor of God eh, is by speaking. So clothe yourself with the new man. Clothe yourself with the truth of scripture. Wear cloth for your feelings. <laughs> Wear cloth. Let me say thing. Let me say like an like an evil man. Wear cloth for your emotions. Wear am cloth. Okay? Dress your emotions with the word. Of God, Amen. Another another analogy. Now imagine that, imagine that um, you went to you know swim in dirty water. You now came out looking dirty. What do you do? You go have a bath. You let the water to wash away, okay, the, the impurities. So again, so see your see your wrong feelings. See your wrong feelings like um death, like like you swam in death. What do you do? It's the truth of scripture. It's the truth of the of the word of God. The Bible calls the word of God. It, 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 it makes you know it uses water as a type as, a, as an analogy for the word of God. The washing of water that is the word of God. Okay, so use the word of God to wash yourself. Wash yourself. Okay, if need be, play someone. Someone's a powerful tool. Someone's a powerful tool for transformation. Play someone. Okay, just let the word of God wash over your feeling. So you know, sometimes it's, it's a quick, it's a quick way to get steady, to get steady in your spirit, man. A sermon, a good song, those are good ways to get steady up. What you, you are washing, you are washing yourself with the word, with the truth of God's word. Wash off that mood. Wash it off. Don't let bad mood stay, stay on you for too long. Why? The more you, the more you stay there, the more you stay there. The more you stay in bad behavior, the more you stay in bad behavior. The more you stay in bad mood, the more you stay in a bad mood. Okay? Let the truth of scripture wash off every, every nonsense. Don't, ah, see, don't give the devil room. He's a bastard. Okay? He's a greedy person. If you give him one, one fifty, one twenty. So don't give him room. Many, many became, became depressed from the minor feelings of, you know, of, um, of, of what they need they don't have yet. My mates are doing this. My mates are doing that. What are they doing? They are giving the devil room. They don't dwell on it. What, what does the devil do? Once he sees an opening, ah, he's a sharp guy, what will he do? Proper hustler. He will pump in more wrong thoughts. He will pump in more wrong thoughts to help the person to feel worse. You see, when I tell you it's true, it's true. You remember that boy in your class? That one in secondary school. That used to come last in class, second to the last. That one. Uh, um, now you remember his name? Oh, you're not like, oh, 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 Yinka, yes, I remember Yinka. Will not remind you. Can you remember that you saw Yinka last week on Twitter? And Yinka is now married with a child. And Yinka now drives a Mercedes Benz. Like, wow, like it's true. It's true. Huh? It's in my life. I'm still finding you looking for writing, writing, um, um, writing projects. Hmm? You now remind you again, you see. Can you that girl? They had a crush on when you were in year one. That one, and I changed school and went to a private school. She has finished though. She's now working in um, UN. 
Like, ah, it's true, that one too. What's it doing to you? It's applying pressure. Now mind you, but look at you. Living in your father's house. Your mother, your mother embarrasses you, abuses you every every night. What's it doing to you? Helping you to get it to feel even worse. So what do you do? Deliberately don't give the devil room. Do not give the devil a time. Okay, this worries, this bad thoughts cannot help in any way. <laughs> Worry helps nobody. No one I am talking this fast, but I think I this matter. Nobody in Matthew 6 can by worrying add a single thing, a single head to his head. Your worry is that useless. Your worry is that useless. Your worry cannot add a single drop of air to your head. Your worry cannot do anything. In fact, your worry only makes things worse. Because when you forget what is working, okay, and tell them what is not working, even what is working will be lost. Because to him that has, more will be given. So it's what you say you have that you keep, that you have and you will grow. You get it? To him that has, more will be given. Something that does not have, that one that he has gone with, they did not acknowledge you, taking from him. So when you focus on what is not working in your life, the one that is working will slip away. When you when what you don't have, the one you have will slip away. Let me give an example that is practical, that is very practical. Mm? So you have a relationship that is working. Okay? The lady or the guy may not be, may not be the kind of romance you see on TV. Okay? But you have, he's faithful, she's faithful, she's God fearing, he's God fearing. Circumstantial, okay, there's there's trust, there's mutual acceptance, there is you know a safety, you know, at least you have some level of peace. Abi? Now, you now begin to focus on your career that is not working, according to you. You have a job, eh? You have a job, salary, salary is okay. Okay, let's say in like you're in Nigeria now and you're earning, you know, so it's not bad, you're earning 200k, you know, it's not great. Okay, now you now begin to worry. Begin to worry and build up bad emotions. What happens to you now? What is working begin to affect it? You now go from being loving and caring to your partner to you are so worried every time you are rarely available emotionally to be kind to your partner. Okay, over time, what happens to you? What happens to relationship? What was working before begins to slip from your hands? And you get my point tonight. So, deliberately be grateful. Okay, by focusing, putting your attention on what is working. Because many times, Okay, you will draw energy from what is working to make, to make, to make what, is, what is not working to work. Let me explain it again. You will draw energy, you will draw strength and courage for what is working to now put what is not working to make it work. So, meaning that you must be aware consciously of what is working so that you can draw strength from there and put on what is not working. So, if you are there because you are single. You are crying, you are always in that mood of I'm single, I'm single. You are only making your life worse. You are making your miracle far. You dwell on the supply, not on the need. Hmm. You will dwell, put your heart. You know, and it happens to me also. This, this temptation to focus on what you don't have yet. Okay, what, what, what you've prayed for and you've not gotten yet. You're not big to measure your life, but what you've not you've gotten. So people tell you, ah, you are doing great. Can you, but you telling yourself, ah, is it like, am I doing great? Because why? You are not seeing what is working, you are seeing what is not working. So what do you do? Reverse this, like, reverse it. Feed on what is working. Let what is working pass strength to what is not working. So you are single, you are alive, wow. Oh, you are healthy, oh, wow. 
you have a degree, eh, really? You have a good job, oh, wow. Dwell on those things, dwell on them, celebrate them. Celebrate God's love in your life, you are born again, okay? You are born again. You can talk in tongues, you can pray God hears you. Celebrate those, okay? Let, you know, let that out of gratitude, okay? Um, let, it, let, it, let it open you up to the shower of heaven, okay? so that you can now receive grace that will flow continuously to your areas of need. Hallelujah. Are we together tonight? Am I making sense? Okay? This is not the conversation. It's not in my notes. It's not a plan. But somebody needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. Because have we done there? Someone is asking, what then do I do about my situation? What do I do about my situation? I want more from life. I have needs. I have concerns. Philippians 4. This is not the sermon for today, but there might be somebody here that God needs to reach out to tonight because you have dwelt too much on what is not working and you're on the brink of making a stupid choice. Okay? And God wants you to hear this before you wound yourself by wrong thinking. Philippians 4. Philippians 4. Philippians 4. Yep, 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 yep. Philippians 4. Philippians 4. Philippians 4. <laughs> Philippians 4. From verse 4. Who do I want to read for me today? Um, I want the UK person because I can trust our network. What do I want to read for me? Read for me. Read for me. What do I want to read for me? Dominion. I hear where you can read. I miss your voice. Is Dominion where you can read? Um, yes, I am. Okay. Philippians 4, from verse 4. Philippians 4 from verse 4. Uh, NIV? Yes. Okay. Okay, so Philippians 4 from verse 4. Um, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Hmm. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. So he says, first to rejoice the Lord. Hallelujah. So when you have issues, okay, because next it says, okay, you have, you have an issue, but be anxious for nothing. Meaning, even though you have issues, don't be anxious. Meaning that, even to the person that is like, that is going through issues, is it telling you to rejoice? Hallelujah. So, even for the man in anxiety, that is the man that, that wants to be anxious, 
that should be answered about life. He says to you also, rejoice. So, you have concerns, hallelujah, yes you do, understandable, rejoice. That rejoicing is a deliberate choice. Your rejoicing is a deliberate choice. Again, we are people of faith, not people of feelings. So it means that I can rejoice when I choose to rejoice. I, 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 I don't feel joy to rejoice. No, I have joy. Hallelujah. Because joy is the fruit of the new better spirit, right? Galatians 5. So I have joy. So meaning I can rejoice. So I can get up now and rejoice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I can get up now and rejoice. Now, when you begin, my look mechanical. Again, it's like drinking wine. Alcohol. The first shot doesn't do anything to you. Okay? But if you keep drinking, you will get drunk. Right? So if you keep rejoicing, you will rejoice. <laughs> if you keep rejoicing, you will feel the joy. So it says, rejoice in the Lord. It says, again, like, like, like it's giving you a sure, a sure ark. Okay? Like it's giving you a sure ark. It says, rejoice in the Lord. It says, again, again, I say rejoice. <laughs> it's like someone's giving you a sure, sure, sure ark. Rejoice. So again, and they tell you, my guy, rejoice. So number one, rejoice. Deliberately rejoice. Okay? You know, when you when you just that way in a situation, you are by faith breaking hold of the feeling of worry, of anxiety, of fear. You are you are breaking off it. You're telling the devil he has no hold over you. That the devil cannot control your fear. You're telling him he cannot control your emotions. You're telling him, guy, you cannot choose how I feel. Telling that lack a situation. You lack, you worry. You problems, you cannot tell me how I will feel. I will choose how I will feel. Telling yourself, even though, yes, I should feel this way, but yes, I'm choosing how I feel. I'm yielding my feelings to, to the Lordship of Christ. Okay? Yielding my feelings to the Lordship of Christ, so I will rejoice. So rejoice. Okay? Rejoice. Amen? Number two, be gentle also, be gentle. Don't let your, don't let your, your problem make you only corner. You know the only Quran is in English. So it's one that is, is sensitive, easy to offend. Mm, don't, don't carry your problem on your head. Be gentle towards all. Shake off that feeling. Shake it off. Okay, so you can live at peace with your neighbors. So you can be a good, a good, a good, a good partner to your to your to your spouse, to your to your engaged person, your, your fiance, whatever. To your you can be a good child to your parents, a good sibling to your to your siblings, you know. Mm, a good person to your colleagues. So shake, break break up that break up that, that, that feeling of worry, anxiety of pressure. Then be gentle towards people. Walk in love. Walk in love. Okay. Okay. Then number three. Don't be anxious about it. Don't be allow no anxiety. Again, it's telling us that it's us that will not be anxious. <laughs> it is you that will say, I'll not be anxious. Meaning that you will feel like being anxious. But you will say, I'll not meaning that it's telling you can you can choose not to be anxious. It's saying you can make a choice. That even though this is this issue should bring anxiety. I will not be anxious. I make a choice. I take a stand. I will not be anxious. So tell yourself, I will not be anxious. Over this need, <laughs> over this worry, over this problem, over this lack, I will not be anxious. Over this deadline, this debt, I will not be anxious. I will not be anxious. I will not be anxious. My God shall supply. Whatever it is, I will not be anxious. Because why? My God shall supply. It is a choice. And again, Many times, this choice is, um, is demonstrated by words. 
many times. This choice is demonstrated by words. Many times. This choice is demonstrated by words. What do I do? Ah, I have the supply I need. I have, I have joy. I have peace. I have progress. No anxiety here. Alright? Yes. So choose not to be anxious. Alright? About anything. See, but, but in every situation. But in every situation, says by prayer. By prayer and petition. What do you do? Take those things to God clearly. Pray about it. Pray about it. Whatever it is, pray about it. Pray in what's praying tongues. Pray in what's praying tongues. Pray in what's praying tongues. Okay? See, for example, let's say you need a job. Okay? Look, ask yourself kind of, what kind of job you're looking for. Okay? And pray about it. I believe for so and so kind of job. Lord, so and so kind of job. In fact, you don't have to have the English perfect. It's God, this job that pays so and so. So and so kind of company. Lord, clinical, clinical. Pray about it. Pray about it with clarity in your heart. Pray about it. Right? Pray about it. With thanksgiving. Means don't pray and grumble. Don't pray and cry. Don't, don't pray and blame God. Don't pray and makonakakiri. See, if, if you are praying about something, you know, and, and you are still anxiety about it, you're not, you're not, that prayer has not entered where you reach. The prayer has not entered where you should get to. Okay? If you are praying and you are still utsy about that thing, you are still angry. You are still, you are still um, worried. You are still anxious. You are still bitter. Your prayer should continue. You've not prevailed. <laughs> Anything you are praying for, you are still fighting over. Still crying about. Still worried about. Still hurtful about. That prayer has not prevailed. The proof of prevailing prayer is that the peace of God will guard your heart and mind. <laughs> the proof of that you, have, that you have prevailed in prayer the sign that you have prevailed in prayer is that the peace of God will guard your heart and mind. So, you will keep praying. You will keep praying. Prevailing prayer will put an issue on the front burner until you receive what you are believing for. Prevailing prayer will put an issue on the front burner until you receive what you are believing for. Many times, that is, we pray for and we stop twirling. I, I know. I have things that me and between me and God, I know that I'm not trying in that area. This I want it to, but I'm not I'm not putting I'm not putting at the front burner. So I know me and God, I know that areas of my life where I'm doing myself. Okay? So it's it's common, it's common to many of us. Okay? Prevailing prayer will put an issue on the table until it is resolved. So I'll pray about it. Pray in what's praying tongues. Now, as you do that, right? Okay, as you do that. The peace of God will transcend the, the personal understanding, will guard your heart and your meaning that what you want, you, you've not seen it yet, but you just know it is done. You just know it will be resolved. Now, you might not have seen what you want yet, but you just have this peace, the personal understanding, guarding your heart and that, that feeling of, we go do it go happen, okay. It is happening, it's on the way. We are you get my point here. That, that that assurance of we are working on something. Alright? What will God now do? Many times, God will show you the steps you are to take, the things you are to do, the skills you are to learn. Okay. Many times will now begin to show you, okay, what to do to get what you want. Mm? So now, someone some, some, some now waits to have a dream. Some, 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 some peculiar move of God where God speaks to them some dramatic way. No. 
many times it's just you just need to have a sense of assurance of what to do about it. Again, God is spirit, and God speaks spirit. Okay, God speaks spirit. Mean that God will speak to you spiritually. How through your spirit, through your mind. Okay, mean that it will come like thoughts, like desires, like ideas, like impressions. All right. So you know because you have prayed, as those things begin to come, they, they come some level of assurance, of certainty, of clarity. <laughs> what you must do begins to, just begins to get clearer. Amen. I've been there recently. What you must just begins to get clearer. To the point where you know, this is it. This is what I must do. Hallelujah. How, how did you get there? By prayer and petition. With thanksgiving. Take your knees to God. And what happens to you? God speaks. Pastor understanding. Or guard your heart and mind. And you will then know what you must do. Hallelujah. And the more you do those things, the more you feel like, this is it. This is it. This is it. Glory to Jesus. Okay? Verse 8 now says, Finally, brother, it says, Whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, think about such things. So he's saying that is not all low. See, you must then deliberately guard, okay, put a guard yourself now on your thoughts by guarding what you think about. Guard what you think about. Think about what is what is true, what is noble, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely. What is admirable? What is excellent, excellent or, or praiseworthy? Think about such things. Deliberately put a guard on your thoughts so that you don't let yourself drill, you know, drown back into what you have left. Okay? Hallelujah. So you don't have to drown back into the anxiety you have left. Alright? Put a guard on your thoughts. Glory to Jesus. So I will share one more thought. Okay? Before we end tonight's session. One more thought. Okay? Now, Ephesians 1 again. Ephesians 1 from verse 15. Ephesians 1 from verse 15. I want a new reader. Nehemiah, Lua Bori. Are you here? Yes, sir, I'm here. Okay, from verse 15. Ephesians 1 from verse 15. Waiting on you, waiting on you, waiting on you. Hallelujah. There's somebody here. And I almost like another person because we've spoken about about this recently. But maybe maybe there's somebody else here. You want to marry, okay? And God says it is a good desire. Hmm? It is a good desire. Okay, um, you feel like you want it too much, and I feel like um, um, God is saying it's a good desire. It's a good desire. Okay, it's a good desire. Okay, but you must then not allow a good thing become a bad thing. Okay, don't let a good thing become a bad thing. All right. Put your desires under the lens of God's word. Okay? I'm better single than she married. So be patient. In marry, you shall marry. Eh? Is this you? In marry, you shall marry. You will marry. Hmm? And your home will be nice. Your home will be good. Eh? But don't let the devil cook you a good meal. Don't let the devil cook you a good meal. 
don't let him use, use your ori to boil to boil beans for you, okay? Amen. Don't let him use your hurry to boil you porridge that is bad. Alright? Be patient. Hmm? Be patient. Be patient. Alright? Okay. Nehemiah, Ephesians 1, verse 15. Is boy ready for me? Alright. Yeah, go on. Therefore, I also... After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of God, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the work of the mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all prosperities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he puts all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Hallelujah. His body. For fullness of him who fills all in all. Hallelujah. Now, verse 19 says that we may know, okay, it's excellently great power towards us that believe mm. that we may know is exceedingly incomparably great power in IV is incomparably great power for us who believe that we may know is <laughs> incomparably great power for us who believe now it's only if God light that will say the believer is powerless <laughs> it's only if God told a big fat lie that we will say the believer is powerless. In fact, what Paul is telling us here that this power is the same mighty strength that God used to take Christ up from the dead. That the power available to you is the same mighty strength that God used to pick Christ up from the dead and then put him far above at his right hand in the heavenly realms, okay? Far above all authority, all power, all dominion, right? Now in Colossians 2, Colossians 2 says, Christ is some certain powers. It is some certain powers, you know? So let me, tell you, let me tell you what it looks like. So at the grave, in death, okay? When it, when, when it's, when it's sending into the lower parts of the world, Ephesians 4. Okay, so imagine that your enemy, your enemy, your enemy lands in your domot. Now, now we tell people, I will call this to each other, no common land. No common land. You know, Abby? No common land. Hmm? So imagine that the enemy now enters mainland where the rival, just permit my, my analogy, where the rival court is based. So they now cross into the river called 
dominion. Mm -hmm. And there are many because they are dumb. There are many. Oh, what would they do? In Yoruba terms, they will shurubo. Okay, Oma, is that, is that the right Yoruba? shubo. They will, they will attack the person in mass. Because why? Their arch rival has entered their domot. Okay, so, so you know when God raised Christ from the dead, so have that picture of devils, of demons, all of them saying, "We will not let this guy go. We will not let him go. We will not let him go." Have that picture. Hmm? So now, the power is at work in you, defeated all the plans of the devil to keep Christ in the grave. Hmm. The power at work in you. So imagine all devils came together to form Voltron. We can form a mighty large army and stood against Christ. The power at work in you shook them all off. And this incomparably great power is available to the believer. This power makes, takes Christ, took Christ up. So then I go right hand, far above every name, every authority, every personality, every power, every, whatever it is. So the power at work in you, okay, the power available to you is enough to put devil's works in your life at bay. There is no reason to be a believer and be battling with insomnia. There is no reason to be a believer and be battling fear. So many, some years back, 2020, 2018, 2018, 2018. So there's this girl, you know, when I was still, I was prayer secretary in my former ministry. I was prayer coordinator in my former from where I started before. And she told me, Pastor, I, I feel death chasing me. I feel death chasing me. I, I, I feel like I would die. And all that. I told her, see me in church tomorrow. All right? So I feel death chasing me. So as the girl was walking close to me, before I could pray for the girl, she just fell flat on the power of God. She just... Not it was in public, not in the, in the prayer room. And when I'm working in public, and someone is walking towards you, she just passed out, just went flat under the power of God. Okay, I can't, I can't remember if I prayed for afterwards, but that was it. The devil of the demon of fear of death was gone and gone forever. Okay, I did not sweat. There was no crying about it. It's just the reality of the power at work in us as believers. It's just, just hear my point. It's just power. Okay, I've had experiences. Someone said, you know, I, I, I have sex in my dream and whenever I wake up, I feel, I feel wasted, I feel clinical, clinical. It's not, it's, I, I, don't, I don't cry about it. I don't fast for it. I don't pray long for it. A decree of faith, a decree, strong decree, okay? And the demon, whatever, gone. I, I know when I, I, gone forever, gone, gone forever, okay? The power at work in you does not fear demons. Demons see you and they are running. Demons see you and they run. Now, because you know Sabi, okay, is why they are bullying you. It is your fault. It's your failure of knowledge, your, your failure of using your authority, authority you have in Christ. Is is your is your is your spiritual is your weakness that's causing it. Some of us are so are so deliberately weak, it's annoying. Okay, but we can be so deliberately weak, deliberately weak. As though being weak is cool. As though as, as though being weak is celebrating is, is, is what is, is what's celebrating. As though being down is what's celebrating. You not celebrate it. You stay there. You feed on it. You cry. You, you, you rant. You say it, you say it everywhere. You know, shut up. Stand on who you are in Christ and keep the devil at bay. Keep the devil at bay. You can't, you, can't, you can't sleep at night. You can't sleep at night. You can't live. You, you are afraid. You are in worry. Ah, Keep the devil at bay. Keep him at bay. 
All right, how? Stand on who you are in Christ. Stand on it. Stand. Stand. The devil has been disarmed. Now you, they give him mouth. Okay? Yeah, they won't give him mouth. He has been, he's, he's, you know, when when a cat, a cat looks like a lion, okay? And it's then bullying, what's it doing to you? It's a cat, but because you don't know, okay, it's coming like a lion to, to, make, to make noise around you. Put him at bay. Put him at bay. Okay? <sighs> Ephesians 2 says, Ephesians 2, verse 6 says, you know, we that were dead in trespassing and sins, we he made a life, right? And they sat, sat us with Christ in the heavenly realms. Look at this. So, we are now seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. So, imagine a king. Please follow me closely to this picture. Imagine a king wakes up in the morning. Hmm? Where's his, follow me, where's his, 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 um, his work overall, like his construction? Follow me, a king. Where's his overall in, in the morning? And goes out to also for his daily tuke. So, imagine King Charles, what's the name of the king of England now? Yeah, king of UK, King of Britain. So imagine you woke up in the morning. What is construction of our all? I went to dig the floor outside. You don't say he's mad. Abi? You say it's crazy, right? Right. So what should you what should you do instead? Get up in the morning, sit on his chair, and make decrees, and things happen. So it makes decrees, and people go to work to affect his desires, his thoughts, his plans. Right? Now, so also, also for the believer in Christ, you are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Meaning that you are seated in authority. You are, you are seated in power. Now, people rest in, rest in peace, Abby. You, you are living in power. You are domi- they are domiciled in authority. You are domiciled in power, in authority. What should you do? You will sit down. It's why when you are dealing with devils, it is not also. The Bible says you are seated. To show you that you are not hustling, you are not fighting with the devil, you are not at war. No, you are issuing decrees. Are we together? You are not fighting, it's not also, it's not praying and fasting. Stop it, stop, 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 stop. It's decrees. Decrees that come from knowing who you are in Christ. That come from knowing who you are in Christ. Decrees. Decrees. By decrees, kings rule. By decrease, kings rule. So over fear, over worry, over anxiety, over depression, over insomnia, over, over whatever you're battling with, decrease, decrease, decrease. I refuse this. No, I refuse that. I have this. I have that. I don't have this. I don't have that. I have this. Decrease. By decrease, kings rule. By decrease, kings rule. Hallelujah. By decrease, kings rule. I think we are done. Just been holy because I, I feel like I, I feel like the utterance has been used. Yes. Just giving thanks, praying in tongues, checking my notifications as I wrote that I've not said. Give him thanks, praying in tongues. Give him thanks, praying in tongues. Okay, okay. Give him thanks, praying in tongues. So, one more thing, based on, based on the same thing. In Acts 16, in Acts 16, I think from verse 16 to 19. So this girl with the spirit of divination was going about following Paul and screaming, telling people, this, I think Paul and, um, Paul and Timothy, Paul and Silas, telling people, these are the men, Paul and Barnabas, that show you a way of salvation. Now, when you read the, I, I read somewhere, 
that what she was saying was this men show you a way of salvation, not the way. Alright, there's a difference between the way and a way. The way is correct. Christ is the way, not one of the ways. The way, the truth, and the life. A way looks correct, but it is vastly wrong. It means a way means you can keep on what you are doing. Just believe that this one is also true. Just believe that Christ is also true. But your own too is true. Like saying that like saying a way means okay, my, my traditional my traditional religion that my father used to do is true. Okay, but this one too is also true. So it, it not be like you're saying, you know, Islam and everything we're serving, we're serving the same God. So it looks true, but it is demonic, it is wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm coming somewhere. So she went on saying first day. My one day Potter got angry and rebuked the spirit of nation. Rebuked that, that spirit from her. And instantly the spirit left. It was not fasting and prayer. It was one decree. The spirit left. And our owners got angry because they used her to make money in the market. Mm? What would they do? They would tell people, come, let her read your future to you. So people do not go there. You do not tell them, you know, she will tell them, ha, you know, when you were five, this happened. Like, yes, it's true, you are seen. So because she could see, they thought she was working under God's spirit, under a right spirit. Okay, but what did Paul do? Paul off the spirit by one decree. Paul finished her foretelling career. Paul finished her career of seeing her hearing by one decree. But why? Power. 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 You have authority. You have power. Use it. You have authority. You have power. Use it. Use it against fear, against worry, against doubt, against anxiety. Use it. Use it. Don't give the devil room. If you give me room, we'll take more. Don't yield ground. Use the power. How? Issue decrease. What you don't want, you don't watch. <laughs> what you don't fight has a right to sleep. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight has a right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight has a right to stay. <laughs> what you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight has a right to stay. Now, finally, 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 many people are trying to cure spiritual illnesses with therapy. They are trying to cure with a, with a, with a therapist what should be cured by the word. Are therapists wrong? No. They, some of them are, they are doing a good job. Therefore, there's a professional field. Eh? But I can promise you on that God that there are things that if you don't deal with by the word of God, you are just fooling yourself. It will come, it will go. So you see, you see, you see therapist this year, you see therapist next year, only you have therapist in your life if you are not careful. If you are not careful, you will see therapist till you die. Okay? Don't yield ground. Do your therapy, is fine. But make sure that your faith is in the word of God. And you are making consistent decrees. Standing on who you are, what you have, and where you are because you are in Christ. Thank God for therapy. But there is a bam in Gilead. Hallelujah. It's a blood that washes pure. Hallelujah. Alright? Put your hope in what the blood has done. So do your therapy. Do whatever you want to do. I, don't, I really don't have a problem with that. But your faith should be in the power at work in you because of what God has done for you. Hallelujah. 
Give him praise. We hope you are blessed by that sermon, chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church and do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.